This is the OMFL. You can't touch this. And you're in the mix with a kind of real name. Here's another OMFL production. Good morning and welcome to Press Pass Live. That's right, your weekly podcast show. I am the commissioner, founder of the OMFL, Nate. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, got my good buddy, Mr. Maniac. D-Wayne is missing. He is missing in action because he thinks he drank a little too much wine last night. But hopefully he will be able to join us before this show is over. Leave it to Maniac. I mean, Wayne. Uh, well, you know, Maniac too. Leave it to both of you to drink a little too much wine on a Friday night. How you doing this morning, Maniac? Oh, I'm doing well, doing well. Looking forward to this Press Pass Live show. Yeah, there's so much for us to cover, and we're going to just jump right into it with 10 good minutes. We're trying some new settings, all right? I'm hoping that this week's show is going to be much better than last week's show. We had to drop the resolution just a little bit, but we're able to keep our frame rates up, and hopefully it's uh, it's a whole lot better than it was last time. But hoping that you're enjoying the new layout uh, that we have here, and I'm also hoping fingers crossed because the wife is going to be out watching a movie this morning that there'll be a game on live that we can do some live commentary but before we get there and talk omfl talk all that fun stuff that we're going to be covering on today's show let's bring in a good buddy of mine that i actually met i want to say probably almost two years ago now maybe a year and a half or so um, and I, honestly, it's a little fuzzy. I think that we connected through Twitter. He was doing a ton of really, really great stuff uh, uh, with his league. He has an Xbox One league. We were looking to start growing our reach. Um, we had really reached out to the Madden Ballers Club and other leagues that have farmed the seven different Madden leagues that we have here at Grown Folks. And I was like, you know what? I want to reach out into the Xbox world. And so my first reach out was to our buddy. And please, please, I'm terrible with names. Correct me if I'm saying this wrong. But is it Langley? No, I'm not saying that right. Langell. Jeez. You see, it's this Cajun brain, Cajun mouth. I just can't do it all. But Langell, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. How are you doing this morning? No problem. No problem. Glad to be here. It's it's uh, it's great to talk to you guys, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. All right, we're going to talk about your manly. We're going to talk about your amazing wife who does some really cool streaming stuff and your freaking mind-blowing website that you have. We're going to get there, but before we do, we got to talk about what I think is the coolest factor of you, the coolest thing that I learned about you. You're a wrestling announcer. Yes. yes talk about I'm, that. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks. Um Four years ago, this coming September, I actually back up um, right about now, four years ago, I was invited to attend an IHW show, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling out of Moncton, New Brunswick, and uh, to plug our podcast on on commentary. So I, I, I said, sure, like a good friend of mine 
the rock star Chris Cole is the uh, is is the play by play or sorry he was the color commentator at that point. So I said sure no problem. So uh, I I get on the show and uh, they said if you know if you can do some color you know just to fill space so that you're talking throughout the entire show go ahead. I was like great and they said but we want you to work babyface we want you to, to be a good guy and I'm like yeah okay no problem. So uh, I'm there and I'm talking and unfortunately without really realizing what I'm doing because I was you know kind of wrapped up in the whole thing I was doing more play by play than I was color and the main play by play guy just kind of you know he he was gracious about it he was nice about it he uh, he let me do what I was going to do and then the owner of the company came over and he took his headset off and gave it to the owner and then kind of just you know said listen to this and they made the decision that night that if I wanted to take over and be the play-by-play guy for IHW, that the job was mine if I if I wanted it, which I was completely blown away by. And uh, I, I said, yes, as long as I'm not... I, I know I was taking this guy's job technically as play-by-play, but as long as I'm not forcing someone out of the company. And they said, well, no, he's going to switch to French commentary. I said, okay, great. So I, I started doing commentary, and I was I was the good guy, and and Rockstar was the bad guy, and it was a lot of fun on commentary. And then um, my first official card that I worked was uh, September September to Surrender Ten, which is their big kickoff pay per or sorry not pay per view but big event of the year. And the main event was uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, and uh, who was it? it was Jake the Snake Roberts and Titus against Marcus Burke and Brody Steele. Um, not that it, it was it was it was crazy that my That's first official cool. card was Jake Roberts. So fast forward four years, and um, as I was saying to Nate before we went on the air, I had a bit of a health scare earlier this year. Which is, I'm just going to say, which is saying it very lightly. Uh, he had more than just a bit of a health scare. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yes, it was serious. Uh, I try to stay positive on it, but uh, but yeah. So I was in the hospital, and a local promoter got a hold of me and said, you know, I heard you were you were sick. Um, is there anything I can do for you, et cetera, et cetera? And I, I said, no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I said, uh, but I can help you once I get out of here. Uh, I can edit your uh, your TV show. I'd love to give you guys some some motion graphics, some things to work with. And he was like, uh, yeah, that would be great. We'll talk about it. So I got out of the hospital and I, I spoke with him and he said, I would love to have you on commentary for my wrestling company, which is called Red Rock Wrestling here in uh, Stratford, Prince Edward Island. And I said, sure, no problem. And and uh, I'd love to do that. Plus, the travel will be way less. It's like 10 minutes as opposed yeah. to three hours. So it was great. I, and uh, he said, we want you to work heel, though. We want we want you to be this. I'm this cocky guy who, you know, believes he's the, the greatest thing in wrestling. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, sure, no problem. So I thought that was fun. He had a vision for the for the for what he wanted me to do. And I I did that. And the IHW company I mentioned earlier, they saw this character and they said, you need to bring this to there. So now I'm the same, I have the same persona in both companies and I'm just this, you know, snarky, uh, over arrogant, uh, overconfident guy who believes he's the, the greatest thing in wrestling. 
And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun to the point where in Red Rock Wrestling, I am now the president of the company. Uh, I had a plan and I launched the plan and I've, I've screwed over, you know, the, the main the main baby faces in the company. And now I run the show. So it, it's it, it's a fantastic time for me. And both of these things are televised. Uh, IHW is on fight.tv. You can search up uh, IHW Unstoppable. And uh, Red Rock Wrestling is currently only um, bro- well, it broadcast across Canada, but I don't think it has an online presence. So uh, I, I can't, unfortunately, plug that. But uh, but yeah, no, it's an it's an amazing time. I'm very lucky and very blessed to be able to be involved with this sort of stuff. I've been a fan since I was like eight. And now I'm part of the I'm part of it. And I, I, I couldn't be happier. Bama Shocks uh, on our YouTube chat says that you're not his president. So just so that you know, he is not a fan <laughs> of you. But that is some of the coolest stuff. You have one of the coolest like profile photos on your Twitter. Please stop what you're doing right now. Go jump over to Brian's Twitter page. You see it right here on the screen. Give him a follow and uh, support our good friends. So let's talk Madden now. Let's talk about your sure. league. Um, one of the things that really turned me on and, and and got me to notice the work that you were doing was really about the stats. Oh, easy now. It doesn't take a whole lot to do that. But <laughs> as I was checking out your website, the stats and the depthness that you were doing with your website back then. Now I know you and I have had many, many, many conversations about how different your Madden League is. It is an Xbox One League, but tell us about the league. Tell us about these really amazing stats that you have, and just talk about what makes your league so different. Um, well, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. Um, I started off running sports leagues um, years ago with uh, the NHL series, both on 2K and on EA. And I wanted to create an environment where it's not, you know, lobby kids who are using cross-crease one-timers the whole time or, um, for argument's sake, in football terms, you know, just constantly running plays that they know they're going to score on and run up the score and da-da-da-da-da-da. So that was my goal from the beginning was to create a an environment where you're not subjected to stuff like that. People can be great at the game, but they're not using exploits all the time. And I ran hockey for years and collected stats the same way that that i do in football and it, it, people really liked it but unfortunately 2k lost the rights to uh hockey and then ea shut down online leagues so i was pretty much done there was nothing else that i could do so i kind of fell out of hockey and then i turned to football and not instantly but you know i i wanted to get back into sports gaming so i i, I, I got into madden and it was my wife and uh, our good friend Dave, both on the uh, the TPC podcast. We ran our own Madden League, and it was like three of us, and then you know twenty nine other computer teams. But we, we were it was just for fun. It was casual sort of thing. We had fun. I collected all the stats, and then I mentioned it on the podcast once that I would like to run a Madden League for our community. And I got a lot of great feedback and they were like, yeah, we'd love to be a part of that. I said, okay. So I set it up and I took everything that I learned from running hockey and brought it to football and the the stats collection and everything else and just kept going. But um, the, the league is 
super supportive. They're all really close. I, I love these guys. This group of guys is fantastic. I, I say guys. My wife plays too. So uh, guys and girls. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so I, the website, as far as that went, I wanted something where you can go to the site and you can, you can see what's going on with any team, any game, et cetera, et cetera. And I found, I found out about daddy leagues and I was like, okay, they are doing exactly what I want to do. That is awesome. So I subscribed to daddy leagues and, um, love their service. The service is, is fantastic. But I found myself wanting, not that I needed creative control, but I found myself saying, you know, I want, I want to spin this my way. So I had the subscription to, to daddy leagues. I would take all the league stats, copy them, put them into Excel. I built a database and uh, ran all the stats through that and then put up my own website. So I wasn't trying to outdo or outshine daddy leagues in any aspect but i wanted to have my own touch you know how it looked how it was presented etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's how it started and i believe that's shortly after after that you and i met um you uh, we were talking and stuff and you would mention you know the stats and everything on the website and the graphical work and, and that sort of stuff and that's where you and i met and uh yeah so that was last winter so we're now in season five. And uh, yeah, that's where we are. The The website is tpcfootball.com. It's currently in a rebuild at the moment because uh, I'm, I'm working on, I redesigned the entire site. So it, it's built in bootstrap. So it works on tablets, phones, computers, mm -hmm. et cetera. Then no matter where you go, you'll, you'll have a, a, a clean look at it, at it because the previous site was built specifically for desktop. And when you load it on your phone, the font was so small, you couldn't see anything. It was, it, it, it just, just didn't work for me so i'm currently in the midst of rebuilding but yeah that that's that's the website and that's the uh that's the story talk to us about the the settings the stats and, and i'm not the stats i'm sorry the settings and the advanced schedule because it's all a little bit different and kind of your concept on why you guys do what you do yeah um we're a little bit different in the aspect where I describe us as a learner league, and I don't mean that with any disrespect at all. I, again, it's kind of like what I mentioned about hockey, where we didn't want people to, to come in and blow everybody out you know, using either exploits or not. But we wanted a, a, an environment where people who have never played Madden before and don't want to go online and get smashed uh, have a place to you know, learn how to play Madden. So I describe us as a, as a learner league, and uh, that, that's how that goes. Now, the, the advancement, I've seen some sites on Daddy Leagues before where, you know, advancement every 48 hours. I saw a couple that were 24 hours and that sort of stuff. And I was just like, no, we, uh, <laughs> we, we no, that would, that would be burn us out. So what we did was, and you guys are laughing, are your guys' advancement 48 hours? So the quick history is that the OMFL was a, a way back in the day, 2001 when I started it, PC League, it was a one advance per week on Sundays, uh, just okay. like a normal NFL schedule. And, and I remember the first time somebody said, why don't we go to two advances, one on Wednesday, one on Sunday. And I remember like, oh, God, there's no way. I could never play that many games. My wife would murder me. But, uh, now we advance basically every 48 hours. We're a 72-hour league, but games get done, and there's no reason to sit around and wait. And so we advance as soon as the last game's played. And we're 
basically we're a 72 hour league that basically advances every 48 but there's 72 there if people need it wow i should really do more research before i start talking about how things are not to be <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah no uh so we we did our advancements like you had mentioned earlier wednesdays and sundays and that's how we started and again um you know we're, we're not we, we we enjoy playing with our friends we enjoy playing in the league um but we're not we're not like oh my god i have to play madden every day every day every day yeah. sort of thing it's, it's more of a casual relaxed experience but uh yeah it's it, it's a learner league we actually our first season we ran arcade because uh i did research and it said you know bigger plays bigger hits and i was like okay that sounds that sounds fun especially for people that aren't necessarily looking for a realistic like you know write down simulation football game so it was like great unfortunately that failed because we were winning games you know like 77 10 in some cases and i was like okay this is definitely not the idea for us so we switched in season two went from arcade to uh simulation and we ran sim for seasons two three and four which were which were great uh way more the game was way more realistic at that point and then in season five we switched to competitive so we we play on the pro skill level because again you know we're, we're not super super advanced when it comes to madden but we uh we play pro on simulation not simulation sorry competitive now and uh yeah absolutely absolutely happy with the league and how it's progressing and yeah i don't know i'm rambling at this point so <laughs> if you have another another question we'll we'll, we'll definitely get to it let me tell you, uh, let me hear about the three-player co-op podcast that you do. How did that start? Where did the idea come from? Who's on it? Uh, and I just want to quickly say thanks for everybody who's tuning in. I see a bunch of our friend Brian's friends with us. I see Kevin in here. I see Smash, I think, in there. Smash, I still love you. I know I had to give it to you yesterday, but I still love you. Uh, but thanks to Slippy and Bama, and then I, I see that you're amazing wife has hopped in here with us thank you guys for tuning in but tell me about the podcast where'd it come from what's it about who's on it tell me all about it yeah sure um uh, my wife susan and our good friend dave used to spend hours and i mean hours playing borderlands on actually yeah borderlands 2 sorry on xbox to the point where our gamer tags were burnt into dave's uh screen so we feel kind of bad on that <laughs> but uh, we played it all the time, and we just talked and laughed and had a lot of fun. And at one point, I believe it was Susan said, you know, why don't we do this as a podcast? And Susan, who legitimately is a very shy lady, that kind of shocked us. We were like, really? Because it wasn't something that struck me as something she would want to do. And she was like, sure. Because we weren't video, we're just audio. And uh, so we said, sure, and we launched the podcast, and we talked about gaming and video games and all that good stuff, which is a line from the show. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was Susan, Dave, and I, and we launched the show right after E3. Our first episode ever was recapping E3 of, I guess, six years ago. We're going into season seven here next week. And uh, we just had laughs and that sort of stuff it was great we talked about our opinions and stuff and uh it kind of took off so we, we we kept with it we discussed news stories of the week as far as gaming goes but people for the most part tune in i believe and a couple of people have said this was 
they could get the gaming news anywhere. They can go to they can go to like GameSpot or yeah. they can go to any you know twenty four. I forget the name of the VG twenty four seven or something. Mm-hmm. They can they can get that, but it's the conversation and the uh, the uh, you know the whole banter between the three of us is what people tune in for, and it, it's going really well. In fact, we just changed up our hosting situation here a couple weeks ago. Uh, Bama Shocks, which I have to give him a huge shout out, uh, partnered streamer, really great guy. Uh, he joined the show, so now it's it's it's, it's four of us. So um, technically, we're TPC. We were three player co op. We rebranded as TPC because our, our TPC shooters, our TPC football, everything else is just it was a branding thing. So we have four hosts on what used to be three player co op. But uh, but yeah no it, it it's a lot of fun we love doing it and we, we started it six years ago so it, it's been a very long time. Before I toss it over to Maniac, where can people find the podcast? Where they can can they subscribe? Where can they find all the information? Um, anywhere the anywhere they usually get their podcast from, just do a search for three player co op, and uh, yeah we're on iTunes we're on the we're not on spotify or anything but we're anywhere else you normally get your podcast you can you can get it. it's called three player co-op and I, I i if we can circle back to madden just for oh by the way thank you for the plug i really appreciate it um if i can circle back to madden for a second the one of the other things about our league that i totally got sidetracked on was uh, we had a benefactor get a hold of us in season two and shipped us a championship belt that says tpcfl champion and it it, 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 it's, it it was an amazing belt and uh our champion that season was our back-to-back champion minnesota kivstaw won the title the first two two seasons uh he was in the midst of moving and then we got hit with a postal strike here in canada so i couldn't ship the belt and yada 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 so we didn't actually get the belt out until uh season four so now the the champion gets a belt that they keep for the for the season and then they ship it like we pay for it, but they ship it to the, the next champion. But we wanted something that would be, you know, permanent because you get that belt, you ship it away. And then it was great to have it for, you know, four months. But what do you have to show for it? So there's a guy in our community that has 3D print, uh, sorry, 3D printers. Yep. And we we got a, uh, a, uh, a pattern, I guess you would call it of a three-quarter size scale of the Lombardi, or sorry, Lombardi trophy. Yeah, I was going to do the and same thing. Yeah, it's, it worked out really well. We uh, we uh, we put a modified version of our logo on it, and then it says the season that you were champion and your gamer tag, and people get that get that trophy to keep. So, it, and we went, we went, we did it retro. We went back and, and gave them to anyone who won titles before we did that. So everyone has, like, their own Lombardi trophy if you win the championship, and that's... I thought that was something important to do for the guys. No, that's super, super cool. I had the exact same idea that you did. I have a friend who had uh, runs a, a business that has a ton of the 3D printers, uh, but I ended up finding them cheaper uh, online and was able to. Uh, so, yeah, all of our uh, champions get the same thing. They get a, a full, you know, chrome, cool mini version of a Lombardi trophy with their name, their season, and their team on there. Super, super cool. Maniac, what do you have for our friend Brian? Oh, that sounds like really, really cool. And uh, are you moving over there? Did you just decide like mid podcast? I'm going to start packing up. I'm moving. <laughs> no, no. The wife came back. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, 
So she's she's kind of hustling around. So here. she's moving you. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but uh, no, all, all those uh, things that you were talking about there is, sounds really cool with the the belt and then the little trophies and stuff. And uh, just as a if you're just trying to sell your league and stuff, what what would be the one uh, selling point of your league that you think that kind of sets you apart from all the rest of the Madden leagues? Um, not really good about talking about myself, but if I had to, to list something, um, I think it's the website. I think that the website, you can go there and everything is sortable. All we our, our, our claim to fame on the website is it's every stat from every player from every game ever. So we, the entire league has been, uh, you know, cataloged and you can look up results from games all the way back to season one. And it, it keeps people interested. It keeps people, um, it keeps people, you know, checking the stats and wanting to know how they're doing and stuff. And uh, it, I would, I would say that's the selling point, actually. Oh, that's awesome, man! I, I just uh, actually just checked out your website and stuff, and and I see how you're uh, keeping up with all the stats there and stuff. That's it's a really neat little thing that you got going. It's, it's a uh, very similar to kind of like day legs in a certain way, but then you've also got a lot of uh, other things that that uh, has your own touch to it that I can tell, and and uh, that's that's really awesome. I really uh, like seeing that personal. Thank touch. you very much. Thank you. Well, Brian, we're spending a little extra time with you, and I appreciate that. You're such an interesting, fascinating guy who's got his hands in so many cool things. Tell me a little bit <laughs> about your thoughts for Madden 19. What were your thoughts on it? What, what does your league think about Madden 19? What are the overall feelings for this end of the cycle of Madden 19? Yeah, um, we are on a different uh, time rotation than you guys are because – uh, again, being a learner league and, and, you know, trying to get into Madden, we don't buy the new game the minute it comes. I do, but the league doesn't buy the game when it comes out. So we only started at Madden 19 in January when it went into the vault for everybody. And uh, it was a, it was an adjustment. There were, there were growing pains. And I mean, and that's bound to happen, right? Like, I mean, we played four seasons under Madden 18. People were familiar with what worked and what didn't. And, you know, they're familiar with their players. And then there's the game. Uh, mechanics itself we switched to madden 19 and yeah there were there was some growing pains there um most people adjusted fine it just took a little bit but i love graphically i love the presentation of 19 over 18 i'm i'm a graphics guy i also appreciate gameplay but to be able to see the uh the differences were great now Madden 19 had its problems, or has its problems. Uh, there's the overtime glitch, where sometimes it doesn't go to overtime. It just kind of hangs there. So we had to work around that. Um, there was, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, I love it. The, the league loves Madden 19. Things are going well. And uh, hold on, things are beeping. Am I still here? No, you're still here. Oh, here, okay, Things great. are beeping on you? Yeah, I, well, I, like Discord notification stuff like like interrupt of a chat i was like man man maybe i got disconnected um yeah no um yeah I, i'm happy with madden 19 i'm looking forward to madden 20 uh, i hope and i i know you guys have you know probably said this for years i hope that cfm actually gets some love this year as opposed to mutt and you know all, all the quote-unquote money-making parts of the game um but 
uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. But we, we won't hit Madden 20 until uh, like next next January, next February. So it's going to be a while for us. Let's talk about Madden 20 real quick. What have you heard that maybe interests you? Where are you at on it? Well, like, what, Have you kept up with things? What do you think about Madden 20 and the news that's dropped so far? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not even going to try and lie and blame this. I haven't really seen much to do with Madden 20. Um, basically, my, my head's been buried in, in coding. I taught myself bootstrap to rebuild the website and stuff, and I figure our Madden 20 stuff isn't for basically another six months. So I, I'm looking forward to EA Play today where they, they announce it and we get to see you know a couple things from it. But um, I don't honestly have a lot of information about Madden 20 for you. No, that's totally fine. Look, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for talking about your website and talking about the podcast. Look, whatever you guys are doing, stop right now. Go subscribe. Go follow. Go support our friend Brian. He's been nothing but nice. He's in our chat. You won't hear from him very much, if at all, but he is in our chat because he is um, a partner of ours and, and part of what we're trying to do, and we're learning from him, and um, just he's a good friend, and so anytime you can meet good people in this community, it's good people to have around. And uh, thank all your crew, man. You've got a big crew here that's been listening to the podcast. Thank you guys so much. We we wouldn't complain if you gave us a little subscribe. If you're into Madden, uh, if you're into PUBG, if you're into golf, we kind of stream a lot of all those types of things. Um, and we do as many podcasts as we possibly can. We have this weekly show. Um, Pudi T, the commissioner of the NBC and I, also do uh, a you know bi-weekly uh, podcast for the Daddy Leagues. And we talk Madden 19. We talk Madden 20 right now. And uh, we'll have a ton of release stuff. And we'll do a release stream and release giveaways. We I think last year we gave uh, some stuff to some of your owners. We had some free giveaways for Xbox and able to hook up some of your owners and so we'll do that all again this year thanks to my other buddy who's here uh, mr maniac he's got those inside connections it's funny i've been doing this for <laughs> over 20 years i have zero connections i uh, i do like all the podcasts and graphics and website and everything and yet i'm i have zero connections i i need people like maniac to go help me with the connections but maniac's always really good about that and we're hoping that here soon uh, after they kind of get through EA Play and those types of responsibilities that we can have one of the Madden developers or Madden team members come and be a part of the podcast and uh, do a short interview with us. So hopefully that will come out soon. But, Brian, thank you so much, man, for taking time out of your Saturday morning to be here. Um, we just really appreciate everything that you do, and hopefully we'll get you some new followers and people go support the great work that you're doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Before I go, there's just, it, not that I'm trying to plug stuff, but there's a couple of things that I'd just like to mention, if Please. I could, if that's all right with you. Okay, first off, I, I have to give a shout-out to our commentary team. Um, we do live broadcasts. We started in Season 2. Uh, Meter, the voice of the TPCFL, came to me and said, could I do some commentary on some games? Would you be okay with that? And I said, sure, that would bring another element to the league. And he smashed it out of the park. So I have to give a huge shout-out to him. Um, we broadcast our games live on Mixer at TPC or Mixer.com slash TPC Sports. And we also have new commentators this year. Uh, I'm dipping my toe into it. Uh, it's a lot different calling video game football than it is pro wrestling, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's a fun experience. And I'm enjoying that. And uh, Bama Shocks and Cobles 1984 has also joined the broadcast team. So I'm super happy about that. 
And uh, the other thing I want to mention, you kind of beat me to it. Last year, you donated a copy of Madden 19 to our league, which I totally appreciate. And what I wanted to do for you guys this year, although you've, you've got hook up with Maniac, and I, I think that's awesome, uh, we want to return the favor. So I would like to purchase a copy of Madden 20 for PS4 and donate it to you guys. So, you know, share the love and, and say thank you and appreciate everything you've done for us here in the TPCFL. Uh, we appreciate that, man. And uh, I'll, I'll argue with that offline uh, because <laughs> it wasn't a tit-for-tat thing. We just appreciate uh, you being kind enough to come uh, be on our show. And uh, I'd much rather maybe keep that money and just get me some subscribers, help me retweet my stuff, do that kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, you can argue with me offline and just don't hit me with a chair because I'm a pretty sensitive <laughs> fella. We He's used to have – uh, a WWE 2K league here that I used to put a ton of work in, more work than uh, I want to even think about. But if you ever want to go, any of your people ever, you're really into wrestling, I think our shows are really awesome. We did take a break, at least for the rest of this cycle. I think the new game will drop in October. Um, just right. seem, it, The game is really amazing, but this seems to be the year of like a zillion amazing games. And so it was really hard to keep people plugged in because there were so many other really good games that people wanted to play. But hopefully that will come back uh, next October. Just kind of plug in that because I know that you have a lot of wrestling followers. If you ever want to check that stuff out, go follow us on our YouTube page and you can see there's a, a whole playlist. Brian, thank you again, man. Um, thanks so much for all of your friends who came and joined and listened. Um, and thanks for spending some time with us today, man. No, no, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, what I'd like to do is get you possibly on TPC. I'd to, love to uh, do that. To spread the word. And we'll, I'd be honored. We'll talk mad and video games and all that good stuff. It'll be awesome. We can even talk uh, wrestling. I'm a, I'm a wrestling fanatic. <laughs> I, I watch almost every show that's out there. Well, then, yeah, you and I are, are going to continue to get along great, sir. Uh, but, no, thank you for having me. Thank you for the spotlight on our league. I really appreciate it. And, Maniac, uh, great meeting you. And I, Absolutely. I uh, hope here. to talk to you again soon. But uh, thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, we will see you soon. All right, Brian. Have a good one. Thank you so much, man. There you have no it. No problem. Mr. Brian, uh, go follow him. Go subscribe. It's really, really great content that's out there, and uh, we appreciate him taking some time. It's time to talk some OMFL, and uh, our viewership is going to dive off of this podcast now. It's, <laughs> it's going to go from all of these viewers that are on right now, and it's just going to die because people are like, what's the OMFL? I don't want to care about that league. But um, we care about the league, and we're ready to talk about it. Man, let's just jump right into it, Maniac. Um, I was hoping that our belly wine field partner would have uh, came and joined us but uh, he has yet to shake himself off of the toilet that's two weeks in a row now you noticed uh, that right i, 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 th I thought you were fixing to say belly wine hillbilly <laughs> <laughs> that's a good looking man i cannot call him a hillbilly but i will say he's starting to push my buttons two weeks in a row here and uh, may have to give him a stage one warning just to mess with him Let's talk about your favorite game, and let's just jump right into it. So we are already in week. We just advanced last night. Are we in week seven? Ooh, no, that's not what I wanted. Why did it do that? Don't do that. Um, it is week seven. We're in week seven. So let's get to our favorite game from week four, five, or six. What was your favorite game? Well, uh, there was a ton to pick from, really, and, and I had – 
probably selected like four or five different games to look at. But uh, ultimately, I kind of decided upon uh, this one game in week four. And uh, we're going to talk about the uh, big NFC West matchup that was kind of – these guys are not really battling for – they're kind of battling out for third place at this point because the Seahawks and the Cardinals are just kind of dominating things over there. But talk about Mr. Bill and Mr. Cooley G and their little matchup that they had that was a phenomenal game. Uh, Scoreboard-wise, and I did get, I think, the sneak peek a little bit of this one. It's It's been a few few days, so I was trying to remember if I actually did watch this one, but I, I think I did. Um, the Rams pulled this one out 20 to 17. Um, Henry had a solid uh, performance, wasn't spectacular. He was 9 of 19, 212 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Gurley uh, really wasn't nothing great, but enough to kind of keep the uh, defense honest for the 49ers, 14 for 61, and one touchdown. But uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, the old man Brandon Cooks, now uh, had five receptions, 122 for one touchdown. Really kind of set the pace for the Rams this game. Uh, and then you look over on the other side, Kuji uh, with Garoppolo uh, went 22-35, 309 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, but his his uh, what the biggest thing here was his uh, running game. He's he's been a really solid runner in the OMFL, and uh, here he was with his uh, two top runners, uh, 18 carries for. Uh, under 50 yards and no touchdowns. That was, to me, the biggest factor in this game. Uh, Kittle did have a, did the leading uh, reception for the team with six for 109 yards. Uh, and then on defense, uh, the defensive uh, leaders, uh, Joyner for the Rams had a sack interception and forced fumble. So he kind of had the trifecta there. And, and then Warner... Um, uh, on the side of the the 49ers had uh, two sacks and a forced fumble. Uh, the biggest stat here was the the turnover. Uh, I think really kind of set the part uh, set apart from the game uh, as what uh, uh, won this for the Rams. He had two interceptions. He also had two forced fumbles, uh, and that really kind of I think set the tone for yeah. this game. Uh, and that. And in the end, uh, you know, Mr. Bill, you know, he's sitting at three and three right now. Uh, Cooley G is sitting at two and four. And I think Cooley G was this, uh, this mark last year. I think I saw from his Twitter. So, uh, or last season. Uh, so it's going to be uh, fun to see if he can actually make another push. But now you got Mr. Bill over here with the Rams. Uh, whereas, you know, there's new blood there in the NFC West. And uh, he's sitting at the third spot there. But this was a really great game, and probably one that could be uh, rewatched, uh, and possibly uh, I don't know if these guys submitted it to uh, the uh, OMFL uh, uh, special games to be watched later on or whatever. But uh, this might be one that could be considered. Maniac. Maniac. Yo. Did you just say special games to be watched? 
Yes, I, I, I went blank. I'm you, sorry. You, you've had an hour to wake up as we interviewed someone else on this podcast. And you just said special games to be watched. Special oh, games. We got special. All right. Um, the, Here's the two weird things. Or one weird thing that just kind of stuck out to me. The amount of players who got a tackle on defense for the 49ers. I mean, that list is pretty short. We got nine players on that list when you're normally used to seeing um, closer to 11, 12, 13 type of players with special teams and everything. And my other kind of like complaint is that freaking the one year I don't draft Kittle as my tight end in fantasy football, he goes and gets six receptions for 109 yards. Look, stats-wise, you were on it. The 49ers dominated this game, but you can't turn the ball over. Two interceptions, two forced fumbles, the Rams stayed in it, and even though the stats are not pretty for the Rams, uh, they're pretty enough to pick up a victory. So big win for the, the L.A. Rams, and it's confusing to me to to see what's happened to the 49ers. I mean, this is a, a good team, a great owner um, who just seems off. And uh, another you know, great owner that seems a little off is, is what's going to bring me into – uh, my next game, uh, which is going to go into last week. Now, I think that this game got played late last night. Where would it go? I just lost it. Oh, here it is. Um, and that is the Jaguars and Colts in week number seven. Um, our buddy D. Wayne is struggling. He is two and three. The Jacksonville Jaguars come away with a 24-23 victory here. Um, Cam Newton, very uh, inefficient on today. Um, just overall... These teams are not playing um, extremely good football. But even with all of the scores, 24 to 23, like these guys played the type of football that you kind of expect outside of the rush game. I mean, the Jaguars only allowed 147 passing yards. The Colts only 181. Colts had four sacks. Jaguars had five sacks. Two turnovers from the Jaguars. Zero turnovers from the Colts. Again, you would expect to see that. But when you start to really break this down, you see that the rushing game for both of these teams, that's what they do well. And you've seen it here. Morgan, eight rushes for 72 yards but he had a long of 63 and that was the touchdown so that one would come back to haunt the Colts on the other side of the ball Hines 14 for 75 but Dixon you know showing that he still has something left in the tank 11 for 69 and a touchdown Um, none of these receivers really had an amazing day I mean Minecraft had four for 80 that's not too bad Westbrook three for 63 but Watson two touchdowns so pretty effective but 172 passing yards and it looks like he even got injured for a couple of plays in this game Newton 10 for 15 171 he didn't turn the ball over but he also didn't get it across the goal line and then both of these defenses played really really great football now this one I haven't seen the feedback form but I know that you know we all seen the chat last night this one has a little controversy with it um you know the Colts maybe feel like the Jags were, you know, maybe 
doing some things that that were a little underhanded maybe not against the rules but just a little shaky Jaguars are pretty frustrated he has had nothing but the FPR problem since Madden 18 this is a guy who used to do our FPR a guy that I used to play twice a year every year when he was the Buccaneers and and honestly one of the top FPR guys we had a rough game like the very first time we played like four years ago but after that he really cleaned it up but the last two years have been a struggle for him for whatever reason but either way struggle or no struggle the Jaguars beat the Colts and the Colts are sub 500 for the first time in an extremely long time and I don't know not something that I thought that we would have seen anytime soon from D. Wayne uh, that's going to have to be a, a subject of something that we talk about because um you just, better I, talk about it now. <laughs> now, you know, even if he's on, he's not going to say anything. He's too busy drinking <laughs> wine. I, I Imagine that. Like, the loss, he carries his loss so bad that he not only went radio silent on Discord last night, but he also drank himself to a hangover this morning, and he's hugging a toilet, puking his guts out. Come on, D-Wayne, you're better than that. Pull it together, man. I'm going to need you to get things together. Speaking of teams that are getting it together, I'm going to make a statement here, and I need you to either talk me out of this statement or tell me why I'm right. I think the Cleveland Browns, who are sitting at 4-2, and two, are winning with smoke and mirrors, and I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off of this bus by the end of the second half. Do you agree with me or disagree with me? Well, after watching his game last night against the Bengals, I, I don't know. I'm questioning myself because I was one of the chaotic supporters in uh, his quest this season. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about Cincy, Franken Cincy. Uh, he's probably one of the top four players, top three players in the league. Yeah, I would probably have to go D-Money, D-Wayne, and, and, and Cincy. Uh, if I was rating guys. Very consistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just been up and down uh, that that order uh, for the last uh, – and there goes Houdé again in the background. Shut um, up, Houdé. <laughs> it's been that order for I don't know how many seasons, back in, maybe back into the last Madden. But, uh, you know, from what I saw before this game, Chaotic has really – Re- evolved his offense and, and I think if he can get back to what he showed in the first five games of the season uh, he's definitely got a chance to buck uh, the trend that he has been in the last uh, couple of seasons and, and in fact more than a couple of seasons he, he struggled struggled back to last Madden uh, and then you know our first uh, five uh, seasons into this this Madden you know he has shown a struggle especially on the offensive side of the ball he's uh, really a defensive minded guru uh you could tell like even in the early stages of this madden where he, he would play certain guys really close but just could never put nothing together offensively and, and would put together some of the worst offensive uh games that uh that i that i've seen from anybody in the omfl <laughs> that's that's saying something yeah, uh, you know, we're talking like, you know, Outlaw putting out some, you know, some majors. And, mm. and Outlaw has done, Outlaw has, you know, had his struggles and stuff. But 
you you see him putting up some points and and really moving the ball and having some offensive leaders and and stats. But uh, chaotic is just for whatever reason struggled with that, and he's had it hadn't been the lack of talent because his teams have been loaded. Uh, he's probably one of the best GMs we have in our league, but just whatever it was, he just couldn't put it together offensively. But this season, he's been running the ball. Got both those running backs actually in the top uh, top ten in the, in the league in, in stats with rushing. Um, but if he can get back to what he showed those first five games, I think he's going to make a push for a possible playoff spot. I, I really was the 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 telltale uh, of this season was if he could compete with Cincy. Uh, and last night's game, he just. It just wasn't there, and and I don't think he's going to have a chance to win this division like I kind of predicted. But uh, can he make it to the playoffs? I think so. But he's just got to get back to what that winning formula was the first five five weeks of this this season to have have a chance to do that. If you beat around this bush anymore, you're going to get arrested and set up for trial. Can you please tell me, are you agreeing with me or disagreeing with me? Because you did a shitty job of talking me out of it. Oh, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm not very. I'm, I'm not a very good car salesman like Mo. So, um, only for your I, first rounder. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking out of it at this point uh chaos got to prove to me uh as well now at this point if he can make it or not so at this point in time it's smoke and mirrors until he can put some more effort into that on the field look i got to give it to him first and foremost he's built an 88 overall team without a lot of groceries so to speak in the basket i will say though um he has his schedule is always confusing to me. You fall to the Texans. That's a team I thought you would beat. You beat the Raiders, a team I thought you'd lose to, especially with the offensive firepower that he has. You beat the Ravens, expect you to win that game. You come back and beat the Titans. I mean, that's a top-tier team in this yeah, league. Absolutely. Then you beat the Jaguars. All right, now you're starting to catch people's attention. You just beat the Raiders, the Titans, the Jaguars, three of the top teams in the AFC in season 85 and then you go and lay an egg 34 to 14 last night against the Bengals and in my opinion those are the types of games that now set you behind now you start getting in your own head now you start rethinking your own strategy (coughs) excuse me Uh, let's just call a spade a spade him and Cincy aren't going to have a beer anytime soon. They don't, you know, they're not inviting each other over for Christmas, and they won't be sharing cookies and milk. Uh, they don't like each other. Uh, but here, Cincy has his number, and for whatever reason, um, the Browns can't figure out that offense and can't figure out that Bengals defense. And you just, I would have expected if this was going to be a real season, that he would have competed more in that game. And now here's your schedule to follow. The Cardinals, a top team in the NFC. Mo is playing great defense. That's going to be a fun defensive battle to watch. The Steelers, I know that they're struggling this year, but they have the firepower. You should win that game. Then you get a little bye week, but then you're back in Cincinnati. Then the schedule lightens up a little bit. You got the Steelers. You got the Rams. Look, Bill's going to make you own it. You got the Bills in there. Outlaws struggling with this new team. The 49ers struggling this year. 
But then listen to the last three games, Seahawks, Colts, Ravens. Man, that's a tough way to finish out the season. I just don't think, I think the middle of this schedule sets up well for him to um, get a nice little run here and set himself up for an, a, a possible playoff run. I mean, right now, let's load it up and take a look. I think right now he is in, uh, no, he's not even in. That's right. He is right outside. He's in the seventh seed at five and two. But I do think that with the middle of that schedule, he's going to bump into that fifth and sixth seed somewhere in there. But the end of that schedule is going to be tough, and he's going to have to try to finish strong. And that's going to be really, really tough with what he has to offer, right? And and with this offense. Now, I will say he's got the number one or one of the top, I think five, uh, rushing attack in the league. So he definitely has the running game. He plays great defense, and that sets up well to win in the playoffs. But can he get enough offense going? And what does he do against the Bengals, against the Colts, against the Seahawks? You know, what is he going to do against those top-tier teams? Um, so far, he hasn't really proven it. And so, look, Keox is my buddy. He's been here a long time. Honestly, I've always said this. We would not be here at Grown Folks without him. Uh, he was one of those early investors that got um, got us the finances that we needed to get the website going, to get the daddy leaks, to get everything that we needed once we made the switch from, um, from just a Madden League to a rural community. He was the one that really helped make that happen. But this isn't about uh, personal feelings. This is about Madden, and I just don't know that he's going to have what it takes. But I am pulling for him because I've always said this league is a better league whenever Chaotix is w- playing winning football and in the playoffs and whenever we have new blood in the playoffs. And so I'm pulling for him. Absolutely. Let's talk about a team that I'm not pulling for and a player that I'm not pulling for, and that's the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks uh, and their buddy Gilbert Nixon. Now, this is how – thrown off I am I am you know such in the Gilbert Nixon mode I pulled up the Denver Broncos website and it's like hey dummy doesn't even play for the Broncos anymore (laughs) Gilbert Nixon 99 overall player he is the modern day Forbes Forbes was a Saints player Cardinals player that ended up being in the Hall of Fame I do think that Gilbert Nixon will be in the Hall of Fame drafted by the Broncos last Madden was his Madden import he's now 30 he went uh, and was traded this past offseason as the Broncos mixed some things up still a little confused by why he did that but this is a player that for a very very long time here in the OMF has been a top-tier player uh, back in season 83 or 82. He put up 82 receptions for 1,735 yards and 17 touchdowns. Last season, 77 receptions, 1,500 yards, and 15 touchdowns. And now as a Seattle Seahawk, listen to these stats. We're in week seven, 26 receptions. 820 yards, a 31.5 average, a long of 94, and five touchdowns. He's put up 113 fantasy football points. Thank God I drafted him again this season. He had last week against the Arizona Cardinals a top five passing defense in this league. Eight receptions, 199 yards for an average of 24.9 and two touchdowns. This guy is an absolute monster and the question i have for you is will anyone 
beat the Seattle Seahawks now that Gilbert Nixon is on his team and is putting up these types of stats? It's it's insane. Well, it's stupid. 20, yeah, 26 receptions. Uh, he's on pace right now to... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to cram it through a little bit. He's on pace to probably have um, his lowest reception total. Uh, maybe this Madden, I, I don't know. It, it, it could be close, but... Uh, the average uh, per play, though, 30, 31 yards per play. That's, that's just insane. And uh, uh, I'm one of the ones that didn't actually draft him again this year because I didn't think Mo really What? Yeah, I, I did Thank God, because I need to win first place again. You know, because I, I, I went with Joey Martin, uh, the running back, because, you know, Mo has kind of established the running mm-hmm. sensation here this Madden, but... He's definitely proven that that he can throw the ball. <clears throat> and does Gilbert Nixon make the the Seahawks unbeatable? I think it it really actually does, because now uh, when guys load everything up to shut down Martin, now he's got the guy that has the speed, the strength, the ability to get off the the uh, the chuck there at, on the line of scrimmage, and, and Within, and this is what I saw in the Arizona game. Within just a, a little bit, and he was able to throw the the cornerback basically aside and, and get down the field, and easy just easy lob up. And I'm like, man, how you know how how you know where where was uh you know and I, and I played this guy. He he was the Denver Broncos leading receiver, you know, and I've been playing him for the last two seasons. Uh, and I'd never seen that from, you know, he was the focal point of the Broncos offensive for sure, but just never seen that type of uh, output from him like you've seen from the Seahawks for his just the overall plays, average yards per play that he's putting up. Uh, I mean, you know, you do two plays and you're already in field goal uh, position, you know, so that, that alone right there takes a lot of pressure off. And like I said, you know, guys start coming up. Well, then if you start backing up to cover, uh, cover Gilbert, now that opens up the whole offense again for Joey Martin. And uh, just from what what I've seen, you know, Mo's defense right now, for whatever reasons, has kind of struggled some. But if he gets it all kind of back to where it's the Mo defense, we know that he is capable of doing. Uh, He's definitely going to throw and, and make a run at D money, I think, this season. And uh, we may actually have uh, someone else uh, sitting along that uh, championship this, this season. Listen to some of this stuff. He's 6'6, 233. He's a massive human being. Uh, he is just a huge person. Uh, Mo has him for $15.14 million this year. That is an absolute steal for a 99 overall receiver who's an absolute game changer. I mean, this kid makes me miss Forbes more and more. I have a really good receiver that I drafted this man. Doesn't compare to this guy. This guy is possibly, arguably, even better than Forbes because he's been in the power of, of the hands of some really powerful owners here. Listen to some of this 97 speed. 93 acceleration, 
97 short, 98 medium, 95 <laughs> deep, 99 catch, 99 catch in traffic, 96 spectacular catch, 92 jump, 99 release, 98 aware. Holy cow. Like, why would you give this guy up? I don't understand it. You pair this guy up in Denver with, <coughs> excuse me, the brand new rookie quarterback that he just drafted whose name is slipping my freaking brain all of a sudden. Oh, Murray. Murray, yeah. Like, like Murray can chunk it deep. You send this kid deep. You send him on deep crossers, deep comeback routes. If they cover it up, you take off running with Murray. Like, I just don't understand why you give this kid up. And then you give him up to arguably the top two player in this league. It's freaking so disheartening. Um, but Mo has a steal of a player here a steal of uh, a contract. It just, uh, I'll be glad um, when this guy's gone and, and when we've moved over to Madden uh, 19, or Madden 20, I should say, because I don't think he's going to come over. He'll be 31 by then. Who knows? Uh, Mo has done shockingly other things, but uh, I do not see him uh, coming over to Madden 20. He's a complete player in every sense of the word though all right that moves us to our last segment here our mailbag segment and we do have a couple of questions here let me just ask this because i was gone for a week i was at a company retreat but bill seems to be a little abnormally honorary lately has he have you guys pissed in his cheerios is somebody not hugging him like i'm very confused by what's going on with bill i'm not real sure either uh Bill, Bill has uh, he he he's always like you know, like I said, I always see Bill like this this gangster that's just like you know, <laughs> somebody walks in the room like get out of here, you punk, you know, just. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, Bill, Bill is Bill, and and uh, I don't I don't think anybody has I haven't seen in the chat, but uh, he he has been a little bit. He's more been in a mood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he even he, he snapped off on me about my scheduling my game, and and uh, I was like, "Hey, brother, it's posted, so uh, you can go ahead and leave the commissioner alone." So, um, but that's Bill. <laughs> that's why we love him and hate him all at the exact same time. But I will never tell him that I hate him because he scares me and makes me tinkle a little bit whenever he messages me. But Bill has a couple of questions. That's why I bring him up. And he says, can the board explain again how player imports, imports, that's not a word, imports are nerfed before they're imported in Madden 20? That's a good question, Bill. So I'm always open for new suggestions. I think the scary thing about the new Madden is going to be that the attributes are going to be very, very different. But the way it has been done in the past, and I'm going to lean on Rob, since he's here now, and Maniac has always been a very large portion of me figuring this out. And so, Maniac, I want to hear your thoughts. But in the past, what we've done is, is taken the top 10 at every position. So top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 running backs, fullbacks, so on and so forth for every position in Madden by overall. We take an average of every stat for that position. So average speed. Um, average throwing power, you know, kind of the average of all of those things. Now, as I'm saying this, I know that that means um, there probably needs to be some slight tweaks to that, such as speed for quarterback. So what we would probably do is take, you know, the top 10 
speed quarterbacks, like this, the average of their speed, the average of their acceleration, that would probably be the one stat that we um, slightly did differently. Uh, but for the rest of, of the stats, the throwing power, the short, the medium, the deep, all of the throwing in the pocket, all of those stats, we get the average of every stat. And then that is the uh, cap for imports. And so if your import is over that number, let's say, for instance, the average of the top 10 quarterbacks um, is 95 throwing power and your quarterback that you're bringing over as an import is 98 his stat is going to be nerfed to 95 Um, so we just that's how we've come up with it in the past we get all of those average stats for every position and then we when we make the player we nerf that down to whatever that average is because we don't want to import you know 32 99 overall players who have 99 everything across the board such as the player that we just went through um just a oop i didn't mean to do that uh just a few seconds ago in gilbert nixon we don't want to import you know 32 gilbert nixons into the league um so we do nerf it but what are your thoughts on nerfing and kind of how we've done it in the past and some of the tweaks that we can do as we move forward into madden 20 yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely with you on, on it, uh, and I think you explained it really well. Um, with with Madden 20, with what's been said, uh, a lot of the the ratings and stuff are going to be actually down further um, than what they were in uh, Madden 19 when it was first come out, and uh, I think it's it's basically to that's a that gap. Uh, that you see with the, the superstar players uh, versus uh, young, upcoming, talented uh, players, uh, and then those that are not so talented but are actually in the league. Uh, and so, you know, guys, I, I think we, you know, I have obviously hadn't got the game yet. I hadn't seen any of the stats or any, any of the, uh, uh, the ratings and stuff, but um, it's probably going to be um, – something that we'll see that it may actually even be lower than, than last year. You know, you're talking about the, the 95 uh, throw power, you know, from, from a 98 to 95. We may actually even see that on how many uh, players in Madden 20 actually have that uh, with the, the the ratings guy for, for Madden coming out on Twitter saying that, that uh, I think uh, – I'm trying to think the percentage that he said was actually down, but it was yeah, it was it's a, it's a yeah, it was a large percentage. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it was a large percentage where the the ratings were going to be a lot significantly lower uh, this next Madden than they were this this uh, previous Madden. So uh, look for those stats, uh, you know, to be lower than than what what even what we were saying because you know we obviously don't want to just add a bunch of, like Nate said, a bunch of superstar guys that are just 99 or, or with now with the, uh, the system that's in place for, um, all your attributes to be, uh, in, in the game, uh, increased. Uh, and that'll probably look at as well. You know, we obviously look at that each season, but, uh, like the quarterback, uh, this Madden before throw power, was impossible basically to increase, uh, but now with with what the system is set up, 
you know, you could you could actually draft a really good quarterback with an 88 throw power, and and then focus training and put those that training in on throw power, and you could actually see the quarterback gain you know two and three throw power uh, points within that time of, of training. So, you know, again, you know, that's that's one of those things that we're, we're going to have to look at and, and test before before we ever get into the season. And, and it's going to be interesting interesting to see how how everything comes out uh, with this new Madden. And I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to checking out that, that stream today over e, EA Play. Yeah, I may even do a, a live, like, feedback. I, I don't know how Pootie T's schedule looks like, but I may, I don't know, we'll see how that goes but yeah it's um i also don't know who murdered our chat our omfl guys just disappeared <laughs> there's like I, it, it was like super busy in the chat then uh, no omfl guys are talking and now it's completely dead all right bill also asked will the board select a player of similar age position to be edited as the import that's a good question bill mm. i would say in the past that has n- not been the focus this is what always happens right people uh, are busy and uh, everyone, I don't ever say this to make people feel bad because I, I, everyone here does as much as they can, as often as they can, and it's no one's responsibility to put in the more, most work than, than me. That, it's, that's my responsibility. And so, but the, the fact is that I do put in the most work. And I, uh, unlike a lot of these other leagues, we don't have a lot of guys who. <coughs> Golly, I don't know why I'm coughing this morning. I'm sorry. Um, I don't have a lot of guys in this league who um, have a ton of time to do a lot of things. And so what happens is we end up scrambling, and they just pick the lowest overall player uh, to start editing, and they edit the age and everything. But I think you're right. I think what we will try to do to the best of our ability is go in and find players of similar age uh, who are the lowest overall um, maybe even similar position and try to edit that way it doesn't it's not always black and white that way um, but it's it's a good suggestion and it's definitely something that we'll keep in mind as we move into Madden 20 what are your kind of thoughts on imports I, I, and correct me I, I think you might have helped a little bit as we made imports last year yeah I, I did but I think I remember who was actually I think it was uh, D. Wayne that, that had taken the lead I could be wrong though yeah, it's either Dwayne or Marvin Dawson, but uh, yeah, the I did see that uh, there were several guys that, and I think that was kind of one of the things that we had some issues with when we first started the Madden. We had some guys really getting a lot of XP points because the the type of player that we selected for um, the import player uh, was uh, different. Uh, um, I think the years of experience also play into the part with XP. Um, I think uh, with it being a, like some guys were entered in as younger guys, some guys were entered in as older, more experienced guys, and, yeah. and those guys weren't getting the XP points that the other guys were. And so... Uh, it was that first like season that got really ha- hairy too. Yeah. yeah we had some it, like it weird was, stuff, like five rolls. Yeah, yeah, and and that was that was one of the things I think that was kind of playing playing a part of that. Uh, personally, uh, I would like to see us maybe 
actually just create the players from scratch because then you have a flat baseline. Because if, if you've ever looked at Daddy's League's uh, stats, there's like hidden stats, which I, I, I actually question the guy with Madden uh, that does the Madden, Madden ratings on Twitter. And he said, well, some of those stats don't uh, really play effect. Like the quarterback actually has an overall accuracy stat on Daddy League's. And I think in some instances that plays a part. Uh, and, and there's other stats like that with other player positions that are kind of there. The game recognizes it. Daddy League, Daddy Leagues recognizes it. But it was said that it really didn't affect the game. But we all know how that sometimes plays a part. And I think it's maybe, uh, you know, some of the things if you could if we could create the player from scratch, basically, and then enter them in, I know it's, it's probably going to be a little bit more work because you you obviously have to build the player, uh, but uh, it would I would think it would make it uh, an even playing field across the board with those players coming in. But again, it's, that's going to be some time spent to actually get that done. Uh, but I'll, I, I'm definitely for sure saying that we really need to to uh, try our best to, to make it very similar uh, to what that player is coming out of this Madden going into the next Madden to make it uh, flow better. Yeah, and for me, um, early August, or actually the whole month of August is extremely busy. Uh, this year I won't be quite as busy because I'm traveling one less week, but I usually travel three weeks in a row. Um, this year I'm only doing two weeks, but... I will say uh, that pulls me away, right? And I just have to trust the board, and sometimes they just do the best. So having these conversations early will hopefully help us remember. Um, I'll admit, losing Dawson's going to suck. I, I, some of me hopes that um, that he comes back in Madden 20, uh, and I have to, you know, boot somebody. Um, I, I think at the top of that list is going to be Bloop. I think Bloop's going to be the first to go. I, I think Cooley... I just don't like him. He's just kind of a jerk. No, I'm just I'm joking on both of those things. <laughs> don't want those guys to take me. See, I was gonna let that go, but uh, those Bloop, guys. Bloop, may... Bloop's heart <clears throat> just like sank to his ankle. No, I I don't want to boot anyone, but but I will say, and we've talked about this on past press past lives that not everybody's getting an invite back, and you're gonna have to sleep in the bed that you made this Madden, and if you've had, you know nothing but fpr issues that have not gotten better and the same complaints are there all of madden then don't be surprised if you're offered an omfl2 slot or uh not a slot at all um because i do see that happening but hopefully dawson comes back because he was so dedicated to that kind of stuff he just jumped in and uh, would make those kinds of players let's pepper had another really quick quick question two more questions and then we'll wrap it up because my family's up and i'm sure your family's back home so we went long today, but it was it was good to have Brian on. Uh, Pepper says, would you ever consider doing a draft lottery for team sele- selection? It seems to create some excitement that other leagues prior to the game releasing, guys don't always pick who you think they would. You know, I would say this, um, and I want to get your thoughts first, and I'll get my thoughts. I will say my disclaimer is that if you would have asked me six seasons ago, two years ago, two human years ago, you know, would you ever do a pause draft? I hated that idea. I was like, hell no, I'd never do it. It's too scary. What if something goes wrong? It would just be terrible. And now the pause draft is 
one of our like trademarks it's like one of the things that i actually look forward to the most and it like does build a lot of excitement for the real draft and it hasn't really taken that much away from the real draft and it has allowed more people to participate so i will say that has taught me a lesson that i'm never close-minded to any ideas but what do you think about the a snake reverse draft team draft type of situation as we moved into madden 20 yeah that is kind of intriguing in a way. I mean, you know, you've got you've got some guys that are that have been entrenched, like you know, with the Packers. You know, he hasn't moved from the Packers, and obviously they're his his favorite team and stuff. But there's also other guys in in the league that have have that team as their favorite. And I I have actually been a part of other leagues that that did have a a a team draft. Yeah, and it, and it does bring a kind of like a, a new intrigue each season. It's kind of like the the highlight going into that Madden gets everybody kind of pumped up. Uh, but I mean, I don't think there's anything exactly wrong with with what we do here as well. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I do see the benefits from creating excitement and kind of switching things around. It also kind of uh, you know switches. Uh, divisions and stuff around you get different uh, matchups uh, some you know you might actually have a, a Cincy and a Mo in the same division with that the way that plays out but then again also with the way we do it here it does create uh, uh, some type of rivalry you know each each uh, Madden you know going through uh, you know you got uh, uh, D Wayne and and you, you know, were kind of rivals with the Falcons and the and the Saints for uh, two Maddens, and and but you know those type of things probably uh, would still be created, but it wouldn't carry over with like it would uh, with that uh, that type of draft. Yeah, and that's always kind of my counter argument is that I think there are pros and cons to both, right? And being as somebody who um, I'm a Saints fan, so that's why I have my Saints. I still firmly believe that you get the most activity, the most content, the most buy-in, the most passion, the most excitement when you own the team that you actually like and that you follow in real life. I think that there is a trade-off that when you don't have that team, um, that buy-in isn't there as much. And so I've experienced it because as a Saints fan, there are other Saints fans here. Um, two Maddens ago, I gave chaotic and i worked out this thing where one madden i'll have the saints and the next madden i'll leave and he'll have the saints and we'll go back and forth now in madden 19 he decided not to do that and i think he's already decided madden 20 he doesn't want to do that so it hasn't actually happened the last couple of seasons but being as somebody who didn't have my saints i always was now look i, I created content because i this is my community and this is it's my responsibility to create content and, and that kind of thing but there was a little bit less excitement there um but then again, I did put a player in the Hall of Fame with not my favorite team. And so, like, I kind of see the pros and cons of both. And, and maybe this goes up for a vote, right? Maybe we, when yeah. we get towards the end of the season, there's going to be so much going on. Imports, Hall of Fame, owner Hall of Fame. Uh, there's going to be uh, this we can talk about. There's going to be the coach of the of, – what is it? Help me with that because it's your thing. It's awesome. The top 20 coaches, to, what is it? Top. 
top 20 coaches of men, uh, it, this particular men. Which is so freaking awesome. It was like really popular in the Madden community and actually was the, the article that got a lot of attention t- on us. And so um, like there's going to be so many things that keep people engaged. That's why I, I'm glad this is our last season. Give people a break and there'll be other things to keep people engaged. So it's an exciting time. I'm open to it, Pepper. I think it's a good suggestion and I will definitely put it out in the league. I will say this though. In order for me to do it, it can't be like a you know fifty-two to forty-eight type of vote. It, it would have to be overwhelming. So it would have to be over seventy-five percent of the league would have to vote for it, um, or I just I wouldn't be able to do it because a fifty-fifty means half or for it, half or against it, and you know what I mean. Like I just it would need to be like an overwhelming yes. Let's do this. Let's snake draft it. I mean not snake draft, uh, reverse draft it, um, where you know by record and that's the other thing i think it would have to go by record like by overall madden record so look at people's overall record for all of madden uh, 19 and then reverse it from there by percentage Um, so basically you would have like outlaw would probably be picking number one right you know not um yeah not bill who does i'm not saying that i'm just picking his name because i know he wouldn't do this but bill would tank and win three games this season so he gets the number one pick right like I, I wouldn't want to build in an incentive for tanking um which we've already all lived through um but maybe it's like overall madden record for madden 19 by winning percentage reverse engineered so even players like cooley and bloop and other players who and rob who joined us midway or just the last season or two it's by percentage it's not by just the record um right. so I'm, I'm open to it i'll put a vote up as we get towards the end of the season and we'll see what the league thinks but this is also a great time for you guys to leave your comments right here in the youtube page like leave your comments about what you think what you want to see what your thoughts are on that um i think it would be <clears throat> really really good to, to hear from you um all right let's get to our last question and then we'll wrap it up and it comes from smash and he says has the board considered simming a season or two to get more seasons in it would help priest to finally get rid of quarterback rogers so a little <laughs> shot across the bow there i don't think he'll ever get rid of rogers he'll probably make him the next coach i think rogers is a staple of priest and will always be here I think that's a, a really interesting question. I'd love to get your ideas. My thoughts are no, because the catch-22 with that is um, you do hurt teams that are maybe older. But the, one of the teams that comes to mind is like the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks, right? Like teams that are really good but win now. And if you sim two or three seasons, you're taking away their ability Um to win championships, to win games with the team that they have now. I, I just think that there are other leagues out there. That's why we have many different options. I know um, that, that, that uh, TFL maybe, um, one of our leagues here, maybe it's Bloops yeah. League, they play a season, semi-season, play a season, semi-season, and it's great. Like I, I totally support that idea. But I think that's why we have other league options here. Um, that's the, you, you can play offline if you want to do that kind of stuff. I, I just – I he- personally, I hesitate because I just think it hurts the teams who are win-now mode and who maybe are going to have to rebuild in two or three or four seasons. I think about me, right? I'm, I'm going to have the Saints next year. I mean, that team has got some right. young players, but, like, I have a 45-year-old quarterback. And so if you sim two seasons, like, I, I don't – A, I'm going to have to draft a quarterback. Yeah, B, I'm not – 
Yeah, and I'm not going to have the ability to play with a rookie to build him up. I'm I'm going to kind of be left to whatever the sim season does. And I just think it it really hurts teams that maybe are older. And, yes, you do get more seasons in, but in my opinion, it, the trade-off isn't there. But what are your thoughts about sim and seasons? Yeah, I mean, I, I see the, the intrigue that it would bring. And uh, I, I'm actually going to, to – uh, Go over there and, and play with the TFL guys. They're they're kind of a little bit more laid back, so that's going to be my my second league uh, here in the OMFL, uh, going into Madden 20 that I'll I'll play for a few months when I when I do have the time. Uh, but uh, you know that's one of the things that they that they have done, and, and I've kind of looked at that, and, and it is intriguing. Uh, but on on the other hand, I do see the the benefits of uh, the way we do it. Is because like you know you you get guys that uh, you know and like this Madden where you know you have guys like Rodgers and Brady you know those those type of quarterbacks you know if you do that uh, you know they're going to be gone uh, right away and like you said you know you kind of you're kind of left to the to the wheel of, of of Madden after that you know because you're not really having control over a lot of stuff and uh, you know. I, Again, like I said, I see I see the the positives from it. I also see the negatives, and, and I and I'm like you, you know, there is two different leagues. Yep. Uh, but you can't experience that on on both sides. Um, I just I just think like you said, with Priest and A Rod, uh, I don't think he he would ever 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 get rid of the guy. It. And if Madden does ever have uh, uh, an injury where, you know, it's a career ending, you know, and I see Priest having this where uh, you know, it takes the first couple of snaps in a season and A-Rod goes down and, and it's career ending and it's, and it's done, you, you may actually see Priest snap. I, I don't know. Nope, I agree with you. Uh, my wife is now standing in front of me. They're about to go to a movie. <laughs> Cincy Berg, you're not losing points. You submitted these questions way too late, and so they weren't on here. So I refreshed, and I see your question. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take the first one because it's time-sensitive. I'm going to save the second one, so we'll do your second one on the next show because we are an hour and 40 two minutes deep on this show this is one of the longest shows that we've ever done and that's because we spent a lot of time with brian and it was definitely worth it i apologize you can hear microwaves and all kinds of stuff in the background this is life i don't have a studio i'm doing the best that i can here and we went almost two hours long so uh look if i gotta listen to who meow in the back then y'all can put up with a microwave for a few seconds so let's uh, take his first question he says afc west has three teams five and one uh, Jesus, I know that's a lot. Um, they all, uh, whoa, whoa, let me get it to where I can read it. Uh, are they all in to win it at this point? Who's your favorite, and do they all three make the postseason? My initial answer is to make the postseason. Um, I think that the Brown schedule sets up well for a middle season run. That adds up, you know, 10, 11 wins. I think he's going to stumble at the end, but I think he's going to have just enough to get in. I think the Bengals are definitely a shoe in, especially with the struggles of the Colts and other teams that we've seen over there. Um, did, did he say the, the North or did he say the West? Oh, the West. That's right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm all turned around here. Uh, we're talking about the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. Um, good question. I got turned around. I thought we were talking about his division. <clears throat> Sorry. I would say um, 
Man, that's a tough question. I, I personally think that to get in, because I do, I go back to what I was saying about his own division. Uh, I do think that the, the Browns get in because of their schedule. Um, yeah. Now, which of the Raiders and the Broncos get in and get out? That's a really good question that I'm not 100% sure on. I would say if I had to guess, I'm going to have to go with the Broncos. I just think they have more playmakers on offense. Their offense is playing really well, um, and they'll play just enough defense. I, I don't like either one of those teams for a long run because of the defense. I think they rely they're, – they're the Steelers of last couple of seasons, in my opinion. They rely really well on the quarterback play and offense, and they're just – they're not known for defense. And, and in the playoffs, when you play the Chiefs, when you play the Colts, or you play those really good teams, you're going to have to play really, really great defense. So I think to get in, and if I had to pick two, uh, I'm going to go – uh, with the Broncos and the Chiefs. Chiefs are shoe-in. They're in. You play great defense. Your team's rolling. You're always in the playoffs. I think there's very few seasons you've ever missed the playoffs. But you're in that division. What are your feelings? Well, um, the last game I just played uh, against the Broncos, I, I laid a kind of a, an offensive egg because I only put six points on the board after uh, having five straight uh, games with, uh, I believe, 28 points or more per game. So that, that was a kind of a tough pill to swallow. And, and, uh, you know, the Broncos are really kind of flying high right now or, uh, with, with that, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, uh, connection going on there with the, the quarterback and, and, you know, he, he didn't really run a whole lot with him and, you know, and he was just, well, he didn't have to cause his, his, uh, his wide receivers were open on, on pretty much every route. Uh, but you know that that, uh, that West is it's it's crazy right now, and I think we we got three teams that are five and one: Raiders, uh, Broncos, myself. Uh, I do think I can get in, but it, it's it's really going to be. Oh, uh, stop it! I do think <laughs> I can get in. Shut up. But it, it's really going to it's really going to kind of depend upon what happens in the next couple weeks because I have D Wayne. Which you know, that's you know he's uh, my thing is he's probably going to take his frustration out on me and probably beat me like oh, fifty. You, you can guarantee 50. there's going to be some frustration taken. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be the scapegoat for for everybody. Thanks a lot, guys. And then the next week I have the Raiders, and you know if if something happens and I do uh, lose these next two games, that that'll be a three game skid. Then it's going to be an uphill battle because my schedule later on, I ha- I have the the Bengals again, I have the Jets. Um, uh, I don't I don't even remember who all I have. I think I have, uh, I think I have the Rams and the, and Bill this season. Um, I think also have the 49ers. So there there's going to be uh, some some really really tough games coming out, and so it's it's going to kind of depend on what happens if I can come out of this next two game uh, before my bye with at least a 1-1 uh, victory to loss ratio, maybe. Uh, but if I go out of this 0-2, it's going to be a real uphill battle for the Chiefs. I can't with you. I'm not even listening to any of this crap. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and do our closing rants. you got two minutes. Give me your closing thoughts on the show and your closing rant. My rant... Uh, just guys with the FPR, it seems like you know the, the the 
three Maddens have been here, it always seems like the last season seems to be the worst with FPR. I know guys get a little anxious and, and start really pressing, you know, trying to get something going and stuff. And just just be mindful of uh, what all types of rats you're calling or defense you're calling, loading the box. You know, just, you know, we want to all uh, follow FPR as close as we can. And everybody, uh, everybody struggles at something and I don't care who you are. Uh, so, but, you know, just keep your, keep your mind open. Uh, always, you know, with uh, feedback and and do your best to, you know, to to you know at least adhere to 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 the feedback that's given to you from from the board and and uh, you know just try to straighten those things up so that way we can we can finish up this Madden strong FPR wise and and look to uh, head into Madden 20 on a. Uh, yeah, keep your mind open and your heart will always find love. Or your butt's going to find a boot in it because I'm kind of sick of the FPR. It's been bad this season. I don't understand. It is. It's the last season, right? I get it. And um, I guess here's here's my biggest complaint about FPR. I don't expect people to play perfectly. Uh but those of you who are really loud about FPR, you make my life miserable. Like, I don't read the farms. Like, I don't put forth the work. Like, I'm sitting around just letting people cheese to death. It's just not what I do. There's a system in place. I play that system out, and I do the best that I can, right? And if you hate it that much, then maybe you should step up to the plate and come help us out a little bit more than, than you do instead of just complaining all the time. Uh, I will say, though, it has, um, it's not been good. It's been a rough year for FPR. Uh, I'm not 100% sure why. I, I do tend to think like you do that it's the last season and, and guys tend to let up on stuff. It's the same stuff as always, right? Post routes. Um, uh, crossers, crossers. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, I always have this argument with myself. We we should just do a whole show, and we probably will one day. We'll just like take a break <laughs> and like the actual show itself, like do our games of the week, and then the actual show is just FPR talk. Because here's my argument: it's like, well, don't run post routes, don't run crossers. What, what would you like them to run? Would, would you like them to run two yard comeback routes? Because like, there's only so many. There's slants. There's go routes, there's post routes, there's crossers, uh, and there's drags. Like, there's just not a whole uh, – nobody's throwing an out route. Like, this game, out routes are broken, so go yeah, ahead and throw that one out of the window. Like, there's only so many routes. It goes back to this point, and that is leaning on things whenever you shouldn't lean on them. And that's, okay, I, I haven't ran any post routes this game, but in the last two minutes of a three-point game, I ran four post routes. Well, okay – you're a jerk, and that's wrong. Like, that's against FPR, right? If you run four post routes, one a quarter, that's totally cool. And, yeah, if one of them comes on third down, so be it. Who cares? It's like they can't avoid every route on every down that you don't like. Like, it, there has to be some ownership about the calls that you play. I will say that, <clears throat> look, Smash, you were on the show. I don't know if you still are, but, like, Last night, he's moving his safeties around. Why? Because he was calling cover one and cover three a freaking ton. Now, it, it didn't feel a ton to a point where I had to say something, and I didn't give him, I gave him all fives because I didn't feel like he was breaking FPR. But, like, what I want is I want owners to start picking up on that stuff of, like, oh, I'm actually doing this a lot. Maybe I should avoid that, right? <clears throat> oh, I'm, I'm sending, like, the thing that drives me insane is second playing these couple teams. They're 
every second down you're getting the all-out you know double or triple linebacker blitz and it every second down you can guarantee it's caught and it just drives me insane it's Mm -hmm. like it's i've seen that play now 12 times this game freaking find another play find another blitz do something else if that's the point that drives you nuts because we're now six seasons excuse me six seasons deep and when you've seen the same play all game for six seasons you want to murder somebody and so i want everyone to stay out of jail and the way we do that is by mixing it up and do know that i am i'm going to follow our system uh, put you in stage one, stage two. No one has gotten to stage three yet, uh, but just know that the piper's coming, and he's going to expect to get paid, and that is going to be in the invites for Madden 20. Uh, and I will say that I think that our sportsmanship award that we have done has helped. Uh, I do see yeah. uh, some of our big-time complainers complain a little bit less <clears throat> and get better ratings, and it just has helped. But just know that those of you who struggle with FPR – um, I'm here to work it out with you. I'm not here to debate with you. I'm not here to have you know these super long back and forth conversations. I just don't have that kind of time. None of you guys pay me to do this full time. And so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that with you. But if you want to point out plays and get my thoughts, I'll tell you my thoughts. And then you can do with that as you please. I got a message last night from an owner. You know, is my time done here? Everybody complains about my FPR. Like, I don't, I don't know what kind of question that is. That's not on me. That's on you. It's FPR has never changed. It's been the, it's been here for like three years now. It's the same. It's been minor, minor, minor tweaks. And so it's your job to figure out FPR. And I'm more than welcome to talk it through with you and help you. But it's your job to kind of figure out. All right. Let's uh, pay some bills here, so to speak. I, I wish that we actually got money from all these people, but we don't. <laughs> grownfolksoc.com that's where you can find us and go check out our partners i'm not going to visit all their websites but if you come to partners you'll see all of our partners there soden it's soden bowl man such a great guy um he has built his new soden bowl network um where other leagues are now a part of a tournament and going to be a part of a website where they can produce content it's really great go check them out uh soden's a really nice guy and a super hard worker and just doing some great things for the community daddyleagues.com if you have a madden league and you don't have a daddy leagues page then shame on you that's not for the tpc he built his own uh but go check out daddy leagues our good buddy over at league crawler whose website was down uh lately Uh, so hopefully he'll be able to get that fixed but man they are awesome over at League Crawler. Uh, one of the guys that I truly, truly enjoy talking to. And then a couple of our WWE 2K friends, True One uh, Sports, uh, Austin DTA and OCW. Some great guys if you're into that kind of thing. And then finally, our buddy over at Overtime Heroics. This is a sports forum and website. If you're looking for sports podcasts, if you're looking for a sports forum, if you're looking for sports news, go and help uh, support them. We're going to get him on a podcast. He was umpiring all day today, so he couldn't do it this morning, but we will find one that he can be on. But make sure that you go check them out. And then, of course, our stuff. You can find all of our different leagues here. We have seven different Madden leagues, our WWE league, our golf league, our FIFA team, our shooters, um, H1Z1, which is kind of going away because now I need to change that over. Now that's going to be PUBG, Red Dead, Call of Duty. Um, We play a little bit of Apex, I know, is played. So play a little bit of everything. All of the latest content can be found here on our website, grownfolksoc.com. And then finally, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitch. 
Uh, I'd love for you to help us out. We're at 280 subscribers on YouTube. Love to get that up over 300. Um, help us. Leave comments. Do likes. Do retweets. All that fun stuff. But we'd be honored if you enjoy our podcast and enjoy the content that we create. That you go give us some subscribes and some follows and some retweets and all that fun stuff. Thank you again to Brian for making time to be here. And all of Brian's friends who are here on the podcast today, man. Thank you all so very much. D-Wayne, we miss you. Um, get over your loss. Everybody loses sometimes. Don't puke your guts out over it. It's not worth getting that upset about. And Hude, shut your mouth back there when we're on a podcast with Maniac. We're trying to have a show here. Maniac, thank you so much, man. All of you have a really great and blessed week. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later.